Welcome back to the Heal Your Hormones podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle. On today's episode, I want to dive into inositols. Now, if you have PCOS, you may have come across inositol in maybe your, your Google searches on how to heal PCOS. Maybe you're already taking inositol, but maybe you're not taking the right type or the right dose, which we'll talk about. And if you have PCOS and you've never heard of inositol, then you're definitely going to want to listen to this episode. So starting off, inositol is essentially a chemical compound and it's a B vitamin-like substance. So we also known it as vitamin B8, but technically it's not a true vitamin since our body can make it on its own. And inositol is actually a pretty broad term because there are nine different types of inositols. So if someone says, I'm taking inositol, that really means they're taking one of those nine types. The two most important types for PCOS are going to be something called myo-inositol and d-chiro-inositol, which I know sound just like kind of scientific names, kind of confusing, but just important to know that those are the two that you're going to be wanting to take if you are taking inositol to support your PCOS. These nutrients are naturally found in our body, but in women with PCOS, these nutrients are typically found to be low, in particular the D-chiro-inositol, and they're found to be low, especially in the fluid that surrounds the eggs in our ovaries. And we believe that this has to play a role in our egg health and our ability to ovulate with PCOS. One way that inositol helps women with PCOS, probably the number one way, is that it helps to improve insulin resistance. So insulin is a hormone that is made in our pancreas, and it helps to bring sugar out of our blood into our cells to be used for energy. So say we eat a piece of cake, and that's going to have, of course, a lot of sugar, and that is going to spike our blood sugar. And as a response, our body is going to make more insulin so that insulin can help to remove the sugar from our blood so that our blood sugar goes back to a healthy level. Now, with PCOS, we often have something called insulin resistance. And this is when even though our body is able to make insulin, our cells are not able to respond to it. So what happens is sugar stays in the blood And then insulin ends up staying in the blood. So we see high insulin levels, high blood sugar, and our cells are just kind of tuned out. They're on vacation. They're not paying attention to any of it. Studies have actually found that taking inositol can help improve insulin resistance, which is going to lead to more stable blood sugar. And studies have found that it can be as effective, if not more effective, than taking metformin. Now, if you have PCOS, you likely have heard of metformin. Maybe you were prescribed it even as a teenager really early on when you found out you had PCOS. Maybe you've been on metformin for years. Maybe you don't really know if you need to be on it, and maybe you are on it because it is often prescribed for PCOS. Or maybe you've been on it and then you've gotten off because you didn't feel great because metformin can cause gut issues like abdominal pain, nausea, diarrhea, It can also cause low vitamin B12 levels. Now, the reason why metformin is prescribed for PCOS is for that insulin and blood sugar piece of things. Now, I've talked about this before, but I do believe that metformin is way overprescribed. I've worked with women who have been prescribed metformin 
who didn't have blood sugar issues to begin with and really never needed to be on metformin. But also if you're going to take metformin, your doctor should be talking to you about how to eat to balance your blood sugar. Metformin should be a temporary solution. It shouldn't be a long-term solution. So it's pretty amazing that something like taking inositol can be just as effective as metformin for improving blood sugar levels without having those side effects. Now, improving insulin resistance can improve ovulation because we know that when insulin levels are high, this causes our ovaries to be inflamed and actually causes our ovaries to overproduce testosterone. And then that testosterone is going to lead to eggs not being fully developed and is going to interfere with our ovulation. So even though we think of pregnancy with PCOS as a hormone issue, it really comes down to a blood sugar issue in so many people. So improving insulin resistance is going to be step one when it comes to getting pregnant with PCOS. As we use inositol to improve insulin resistance, we're also going to see improvement in sugar cravings, energy levels, and weight. So there's really so many benefits to inositol that go beyond just pregnancy and regular cycles, even though that is, of course, very important. Inositol also helps to improve egg quality and embryo quality, which is going to lead to a healthier pregnancy and a healthier baby. Inositol can also help to improve our cells' ability to use thyroid hormones. Now, women with PCOS are at a higher risk and have higher rates of thyroid dysfunction. And this can look like low thyroid function or Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune condition where our immune system attacks our thyroid. When we have PCOS and thyroid dysfunction, then that is going to make it even more difficult to get pregnant and we're going to see more irregular cycles. So by taking inositol and really supporting our cells' ability to use the thyroid hormones that are available, that's going to make the most of the thyroid function that we do have. Another benefit of inositol is that it can actually improve dopamine and serotonin levels. And these are our happy brain chemicals or happy neurotransmitters. And this is important because roughly 40% of women with PCOS meet the criteria for depression. So mental health is an aspect of PCOS that I think is really not spoken about enough. And, you know, not only do the hormone imbalances contribute to the depression and the anxiety, but when women are struggling to get pregnant with PCOS and they're not feeling like they're given many options or much support by their conventional doctors, and they kind of just feel like their body is failing them, that of course is going to be a huge stress and a huge burden. So, you know, not only can inositol help you get pregnant and feel better in your body, but it can also help you feel better mentally and emotionally. Inositol can also help to lower cholesterol levels, which is going to be important because we know that women with PCOS are at a higher risk of having high cholesterol. Now, one study looked at 25 women who were given myonositol. So remember those different types, myonositol versus dechironositol. This study specifically looked at myonositol, and it was given in conjunction with folic acid, which is often given to women during pregnancy to help with the development of the baby's brain. Now, this was given to women with PCOS over the course of six months, and the study found that 18 of 25 women were able to start ovulating regularly within that time period, and 10 of those became pregnant. So think just six months 
of taking myonositol and 10 out of 25 women became pregnant, which is pretty significant. And then with pregnancy, you can actually continue taking inositol. And this is something I typically do recommend if my patients have been taking inositol leading up to their pregnancy, which typically if they're trying to get pregnant with PCOS, I have all my patients on some form of inositol, then I'll have them continue taking it through their pregnancy because it actually reduce your risk of developing gestational diabetes which is essentially diabetes when you are pregnant. So it can continue to help support blood sugar levels during pregnancy, which of course can be really important not only for you, but for your baby's health as well. So inositol can actually be found in certain foods. Foods like lima beans and navy beans are high in inositols. Certain fruits, so cantaloupe, grapefruit, and other citrus fruit are high in inositols. Brown rice, peanut butter, almonds, walnuts, and then organ meats like liver are going to be high in inositols. With PCOS, sometimes just getting inositol through food isn't going to be enough, but it's a good starting place. So oftentimes supplemental forms of inositol is needed. And really it's best to take both myo-inositol and dechironositol together. In the body, myonositol and dechironositol are found in a 40 to 1 ratio. So for, you know, 40 myonositols and one dechironositol. When we take it in supplement form, it's typically recommended to take 200 milligrams of myonositol and 50 milligrams of dechironositol. Now, I know that's just kind of like a lot of verbiage and maybe kind of overwhelming, and that's why I really love the product Ovocetol, which combines both myonositol and dechironositol in that exact ratio, and it packages it together really nicely in this powder supplement form. So Ovocetol is a specific product that is sold by the brand Theralogics, and I will link Ovocetol in the show notes. But with this, it's a powder, and the powder tastes a little bit sweet, and they recommend taking one scoop twice a day, so morning and evening. And probably the most common question I get when it comes to Avastol is, can I just take two scoops once a day? Really, the research looks at one scoop twice a day, so kind of spreading it out throughout the day. And I do think that that's because, you know, we're working to have stable blood sugar throughout the entire day. So taking it once a day versus twice a day may not give you the same results. That being said, you know, if you forget to take Ovocetol in the morning and then you want to double up in the evening, there's not really going to be a harm to that, but you should have the goal of trying to take it twice a day. Now, the company says that it typically takes about three to six months to see improvements in blood sugar and ovulation. I typically will see improvements with my patients within three to four months, so a little bit shorter. But just knowing that, you know, if you take Ovocetol for a month, don't expect your cycles to be improved right away. You have to be consistent with it and give it time to work. What's nice about the Ovocetol is that there are little to no side effects. So within my own practice, the only side effect that I've heard about from my patients is I've had one patient who had a skin reaction. She had like hives and seemed to have an allergic reaction to it. Otherwise, I haven't had any bad reactions reported in my practice, but the company does say some common side effects can be 
nausea, diarrhea, and bloating. So that's typically seen more with higher doses, even higher than what's novocetol, but it is possible. Other than that, it is pretty safe to take. Ovocetol is also a little bit sweet, so it's pretty easy to add into your water, add it to tea, add it to smoothies or oatmeal. It you know takes little to no effort really other than just remembering to unscrew the cap and scoop it out. One thing I'll say is if you, so say in the morning you're making a smoothie for you and your partner, don't put the ovocetol in the smoothie until you've divided it out. So until you've poured you know, your partner's smoothie in their cup and then your smoothie in your cup, then mix the ovocetol in. That way you're getting the full dose and half of it isn't going to them. So make sure you're getting the full scoop. Now you can find supplements that are just myonositol or just dechironositol. But like I said, we really see the most benefit from taking them together in that specific 40 to 1 ratio, which is what Ovocetol has created. So Ovocetol is what I always use my patients, and I'd say it has been hands down the single most helpful supplement when it comes to improving ovulation and helping women get pregnant with PCOS. I typically don't say that of supplements. I usually don't put like an umbrella statement over one supplement. And that is how much I have seen Ovocetol work and how much I believe in it and really how much I love it because it has so many different benefits for PCOS and is so safe and pretty affordable to take too. Now, the one thing to consider is if you are taking metformin or if you're taking any other medication specifically for insulin and blood sugar balance, then you may want to consider that before you start taking Ovocetol and just have that conversation with your doctor. If you're taking Ovocetol and metformin, you may find that you don't need as high of a dose as you are currently on with the metformin. You may find that your blood sugar gets too low if you take Ovocetol and metformin. So talk to your doctor if you want to start taking Ovocetol. Maybe they can you know, kind of track your blood sugar levels along the way so that they can adjust your metformin dose as needed. And of course, you don't want to just stop taking metformin. If you're currently on it, talk to your doctor first. I would say if you talk to your doctor and they aren't willing to have a conversation with you about alternatives to metformin, or if they aren't able to talk to you about, you know, dietary changes you should be making to help with blood sugar. And if their only stance is just take the metformin, you have PCOS and that's kind of your option then I would definitely try to find a doctor who's a little more open-minded and is willing to work with you more because metformin, like I had said, you know, it's okay to take short term and it can absolutely be helpful for some women who really do struggle with high insulin and high blood sugar. And it really might be necessary short term, but there are so many things you can do through diet and exercise and supplements so that you are really learning to support your blood sugar long-term on your own and you're not reliant on this medication. All right, so that is inositol in a nutshell. You know, if you're currently taking it and if you are on something, say just myonositol and you haven't been seeing the improvements you had hoped for, then maybe once you run out, consider switching to avocetol and giving that a try. Um, again, just because that, that combination of the two different types is so helpful. And you know, talk to your doctor before starting a new supplement as always, but in general, inositols really are so safe, but so powerful when it comes to helping you 
with PCOS, both with pregnancy with PCOS and really just overall feeling better in your body with PCOS. So if you have any questions or topic requests, you can send them to Dr. Nuniel, period, ND. But that is all I have for you today. So I will see you next Tuesday.